When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. See, there was a time, though, Roy, in, in the mid-70s when it looked like you, you threatened to be enormously successful and for some reason this, this success eluded you. Why do you think that was? Um... My own idiosyncratic behaviour precludes me from from international stardom, as it were. Because I, all of a sudden, I take a bend in the road and I go a different way. I know I'm a sparrow in the gutter, really. I'm always going to be able to earn a living at what I do, so that it's not really imperative that I become a multimillionaire. Welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. This is our sidetrack for the week. My name is Quentin. I've got my brother Travis with me. And uh, today we are covering Roy Harper's album from 1971, Stormcock. Yep, I said Stormcock. Roy Harper is a um, singer-songwriter from the 70s. He's classified under the, the folk rock genre. On Wikipedia, it says he's under the progressive folk umbrella. I didn't really know much about this guy at all until I found out that, that he was a, a major influence on Robin Pecknold uh, during the Helplessness Blues years. Travis, had you heard about this guy before this? No, I had never heard of him. I mean, I've never seen the album art. I've never seen a picture of him. Like, I, I know nothing about this guy going into this episode. Yeah. So, um, we had referenced an interview that Pecknell did with Pitchfork back in December of 2009 on our last episode. And um, later on in that interview, he talks a lot about Roy Harper, specifically about this record. Um he says, uh, do you know that Roy Harper record, Stormcock? And he says, quote, it's just super sick. <laughs> yeah, he says, Jimmy Page plays on some of it, and it's just this super sick 12-string thing. And then he goes on to say, so that's the, that's the thing about this new record. He's talking about Helplessness Blues. It's mostly 12-string guitar. He says, and that's, that's what he feels like is, is the primary sonic distancing from the last record so he listened to this album by Roy Harper 
and was immediately just you know pulled in by by the guitar you know that the 12 string guitar that that Roy Harper plays on this album and so before I talk more about Roy Harper and before we get into this album a little bit I kind of want to play the first clip we've got a couple clips for you um, for our, our pick this week in our little intro clip um, that was from an interview that he did back in the 80s um, I don't remember what TV channel it was on it was you know like a, a music station kind of like MTV and he was interviewed with Jimmy Page and it was an interview slash like little recording session they were out in like the fields out in like the boonies somewhere in England and they um, perform a couple songs from from this album him and Jimmy Page and I had uh, that clip fade into uh, track one on this album which is called hors d'oeuvres um, really pretty song man really great opener uh, the thing about this album there's only four songs on it but it feels more like a five or six track album um, in the way that he pieces together his songs it's similar to how Pecknell does it in helplessness blues where you know this one song with like a couple ideas in it or um, you know movements or whatever these songs range from like seven to like over 13 minutes um, really pretty stuff let's go ahead and play clip one from our sidetrack for the week so we're playing track two from the album it's called the same old rock Other days 
days to one And for the single stillness of the Mirror that is made By each and every one of all the Colors in a shade Inside each eye is sitting Like the sword inside the blade For here we stand, hand to hand, fighting for the promised land. So, Q, do you hear? Bob Dylan in his voice a little bit because I sure do. I do, and yeah, and that song for sure. Um, but you know, it's funny. The thing about Roy Harper, and so again for us, this is the only thing we've I've heard of Roy Harper's. So I haven't dove any deeper. Have you? No, I haven't listened to anything else. Just this. Yeah, there's another song. I think it's the next one on this on on this album. He's got like this David Bowie vibe in the way that he sings. He's kind of all over the place. And that's what I really, really appreciate about this album. And that goes back to that clip that we played at the beginning where it seemed like for a little bit that he was just kind of like destined for success or whatever, set up for success and never found it. Yeah, yeah. But but it never really happened. And, you know, Harper says, well, that's, you know, that's because... Uh, you know, I'd, I'd release an album that that felt and sounded a certain way, and then I'd kind of pivot and do something completely different. So, and and you can hear that in this tiny little four-track album. You can hear the many different you know sounds and and styles and feelings that he's going for in his music. He's really a poet um, more than a musician. It seems like when when you really dig into his lyrics. Another thing, too, with his guitar stylings, um, he's self-taught. And, you know, that's something that we've talked about a few times in the past in some of our previous episodes, where self-taught musicians bring, you know, their own uniqueness to how they play, which, you know, adds to the beauty of their work, you know like with Brett Daniel and the way that he, he um, you know, plays the piano, with uh, Erland Oy and Eirik Bow, uh, and what they do with, in Kings of Convenience. It, it, you know, it makes sense that self-taught musicians are going to be the ones that you really pay attention to and ones that are going to have kind of a long-lasting effect Well, I think um, it's, yeah, and self, influence uh, too. Yeah, I think a self-taught musician is, is going to be, is going to go directions that, people who were classically trained just might not go, you know? Well, and not only, not even just classically trained musicians, like, so when he first learned to play guitar, he was just playing blues guitar. Um, and, 
he kind of references people like Eric Clapton and, and other blues players uh, from around that time. He said that they would learn from watching, uh, you know, the blues greats like BB King, um, you know, they would watch and mimic. Um, and Roy Harper admits to just basically just being too lazy to even to do that. He just taught himself. He didn't watch anyone and, and learn from that, uh, you know, learn from them. He just taught himself. And he says it, it kind of went from like the super simplistic kind of guitar styles um, and it just kind of built on itself from then. And in that clip that we just played from that, that little intro guitar part there, you know, it really keeps your attention. And you can really hear the influence that he must have had on Pecknold. It kind of reminded me of um, the second clip that we played last week for Sim Salabim. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Just that really heavy guitar strumming. Yeah, so Roy Harper is, is a huge influence um, on a, a lot of pretty heavy hitters in the rock and roll world. Uh, Jimmy Page, of course, Robert Plant, uh, Pete Townsend of The Who, uh, members of Pink Floyd, Ian Anderson from Jethro Tull. The more you listen to this album and um, like the way he approaches that, that finger-picking for that 12-string, you can see why he was a major influence on Jimmy Page um, and Townsend. Uh, he so to quote back to that pitchfork review or i'm sorry that pitchfork interview with pecknold uh, he says it kind of has this acoustic heavy metal vibe on some of the songs where he's just playing these intense parts but it's on acoustic guitar um and yeah dude like some in some parts he just is just drumming the shit out of it like yeah really hardcore um and y- you can hear uh, that bluesy metal, you know, that, that Zeppelin feel, it has that. Um, well, that was kind of what was going on. I mean, we kind of talked about how the early seventies was sort of when rock started to get hard, you know? Yeah. Yeah. With, you, you with had the emergence of Sabbath, Sabbath and, and Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Exactly. Yeah, dude. Um, so, and then you got people like Roy Harper doing this, man. There was, there was some really great music coming out of early seventies. Yeah, man. All right. So, um, that kind of ties into the, to the second clip really well, actually. So, um, I think I'm fading us into like the seven and a half minute mark or so. Um, so remember this is like a, a 12 and a half minute, uh, song. Um, so again, here is the second clip from uh, track two from Stormcock, the same old rock. One new snake 
the same old rock. certainly hear jimmy page all over that that, that oh that yeah ending. i mean that's i don't know why we glossed over this but we just talked about how i mean if robin pecknell said that this had sort of like kind of the heavy metal not heavy metal but like metal hard rock vibes mm-hmm. it's because jimmy page is right there in the studio with him <laughs> the guy that that uh, that helped start it all you know and and here he is yeah, laying down true. laying down some tracks you know so right right we yeah we could have just been here and jimmy yeah most of that cool stuff yeah but uh, but again but, but still like it's it's all acoustic guitar yeah um, what a what an awesome really track, really man. cool stuff yeah and you can also see how uh harper continued to stay you know on the outskirts of of uh superstardom or whatever sure um you know you can't this is this is an album with four songs on it you know and none of them would fit in that like quote-unquote single track uh, like minute mark, you know, like even back, especially back then with, you know, 45s when they released singles, songs couldn't be that long because they had to fit it on, on, on one side, you know? Right. So, you know, you can't, you can't box him in here. And another thing too, he said that, that he felt too modern for, for these folk. Like, so, so he, he played a lot in the folk scene but he never really felt like he belonged in there. He felt like he was too much of a modernist uh, to play in these folk clubs. Um, he said he, he was trying to bring meat to the folk music. Uh, Interesting. Which he says is a big mistake. Wait, what, I think he's wait, saying it's he, a big mistake as in like, this is probably one of the reasons why I never got that popular. Does he mean like... I was trying to, I'm sorry, he said meat? Meat. 
bring meat m-e-a-t yeah okay so he's like he's saying like he's make, probably make, talking about his guitar style yeah make the songs have more depth and more like yep yeah okay well you can certainly hear it and that's what makes it awesome you know yeah and and so after hearing that second clip um I mean, you can hear. You can also hear Pecknold. You know, it's uh, funny and, and what he pulled. From when that. I was, yeah, when I was hearing, hearing that guitar part in the beginning of the second clip, it reminded uh-huh. me of some of the stuff that um, that Hetfield and Hammett were doing on the Black album. Oh, really? Or and some of the earlier Metallica stuff too, like uh, Nothing Else Matters and all that stuff. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't. If if you've got Zeppelin laying down his guitar on on this album. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if if guys like uh, Hatfield and and Hammett uh, listened to this and and may have, you know, because I mean, there's a lot of acoustic parts in a lot of Metallica songs, and the acoustic guitar shows itself in metal all the time. So it's interesting to hear. Yeah, I wonder if it stems from this era. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's interesting to hear this as as you know another another possible like origin of like acoustic influenced metal like points back to the same era that Sabbath and Zeppelin were, were laying down the, the influence for metal. So it's yeah. interesting. Yeah. And, um, we're not going to dive into his lyrics cause I mean, so he considers himself a poet first and a musician second. And, um, you know, just listen to the album. He, he's not, he's not a uh, Brit Daniel type. Like you can tell, you can understand what he's saying. Um, give this album a listen all the way through. It's it's really pretty. It is very poetic. Uh, so yeah, that's the sidetrack for today. Um, Roy Harper's fifth studio album, Stormcock, came out in '71. Really good stuff, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go listen to that all the way through for sure. I mean, that song just in its by itself is incredible. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, they're all like that, and they're all they're all pretty unique. Um, my probably my second favorite one on on this record. So I don't think there were any singles off this record. Um, so any of these would have been fair game. But track three is called "One Man Rock and Roll Band." Uh, it's pretty great. So yeah, just a lot of it's just loaded with uh, to quote Robin Pecknold, super sick twelve guitar strings. Yeah, that's awesome, man. You always get, you... <laughs> twelve guitar strings, <laughs> twelve string guitar. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you always get such a like a lush texture with that 12 string guitar you know that's what makes it sound so um so uh rich you know yeah so um briefly here i want to just mention our where you can hear us always hop onto our website nofillerpodcast.com there we have some expanded show notes as far as articles that we've pulled from we'll we'll throw up music videos uh you know concert footage and stuff like that um you can stream us directly on our website uh, with, with our SoundCloud player. You can also hear us on iTunes, uh, pretty much anywhere else that you find podcasts. We should be there. Um, and you know what, dude? So listening to this second clip from uh, Same Old Rock, I was getting some Animal Collective vibes, dude. So I think next week we should cover Animal Collective. I'm down, man. And I've, I've never dude. really listened to uh, Song Tongues at all so yeah and that's so that's the one i want to cover yeah yeah so oh man i I, dude i can't fucking wait um let's do it so yeah let's do it next week we'll do animal collective sung tongs and um that's gonna do it for us today i'm just gonna so our outro is just gonna be a little bit more of track one from stormcock or derves so yeah let's wrap this up uh we will see you all next week and by see i mean 
you will hear us. My name is Quentin. My name is Travis. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.